which was that Wayne Rooney should, quote, stick one on him in training. And he didn't mean a kiss. He meant a big potato-shaped head. <laughs> so, uh, my question is, uh, were any of you whipped up into a, a hate-spattered frenzy by this BBC-approved appeal for you to commit violence on another man? Or were you, like me, not rising to this childish bait because you've suddenly realised you're now very Italian? <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I'm, I've got it all on video, so don't tell me anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I have to keep doing this. I haven't watched the last election yet, so... Uh, every time someone says the Prime Minister, I have to go, la, la, la. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not interested in football as a sport, mm. so your question that you've asked me is of no interest to me. But what I... Um, <laughs> what I that's a, a promising tack. I, I like the way that they, they do a lot more coverage now of the managers and, and the coaches. Yes. They like creating a kind of dramatic subplot. Yes. And, and it's almost as if, particularly uh, managers from developing countries, look as the team does worse, they have to stand on the touchline gesturing more and saying things like, do what I told you to do before, so that when they get home, they won't be shot in the head. Yes. By, uh, <laughs> kind of gambling cartel. And um, <laughs> Sven has chosen not to do that. He, mm. sit, he kind of sits He's more calmly. mysterious, isn't he? But that other little bloke who's going to take over... Yes. What's he called? McLaren. McLaren. Yeah, he, like, acts up, doesn't he? He's, like, making notes and stuff, yes. trying to show yeah. you that he could do it really well. <laughs> if he was allowed. What's, what's he writing he's, on his back? I think he's just marking he's, Theo Walcott's homework, isn't he? That was part of the <laughs> Should we bring him down now before he's become manager? Should we do that British thing of um, not even building him up to knock him down, just knock him down? Yeah. <laughs> knock him down when he's down. It saves a lot of time, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I think and immediately his face should be printed in a tabloid newspaper superimposed over a root vegetable. <laughs> it's never too soon for that to happen. The question is which root vegetable? Yeah, they're running out. Mm, We've yeah. had turnip. If we had carrot... Well, we had swede as well, presumably, Sweet. with Ericsson, although yeah, they, they yeah. didn't use it. I don't, no. Maybe it was too obvious. I yeah. don't know. If yeah. It's too easy. It's Route 1. We're not going to yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> McLaren's not a million miles away from being a beetroot, is he? If you, uh, if you no. think about his permanently... More of a radish, face. really. There's a more furious, rosy glow yeah. rather than a deep burgundy hue, I would say. It sounds like I've overly studied the root vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now sorting out the men from the boys in terms of who's got an allotment and who's just bluffing. This is the kind of football conversation I like. I live in fear of being asked by barbers or, or cab drivers for opinions yeah. about football. But to find myself here on Radio 4 saying, which root vegetable most resembles the future manager of England? Yes. I can cope with that. And in fact, next time, next time a cab driver turns around to me and says, what do you think of the game tonight? I'll go, I don't know, but I think McLaren is like a carrot. <laughs> I think when he said, when they, uh, the Shearer yeah. said stick one on him, there yeah. may have been a completely innocent suggestion that he play in goal next time around because he's a bit of a diver. All right, so legally it wasn't... Yeah. Uh, or maybe so... stick one on him would be a little rosette saying, I cheated at the World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Lineker, um, Gary Lineker would never have allowed it a few years ago. I think he's got a lot nastier, Lineker. Lineker was a moral footballer, but an immoral yeah. man. No, he wasn't a very moral well, yeah, footballer. He was a goal a hanger, footballer. wasn't he, really? I think well, he was, never booked. he was never booked in his career. I think well, I've never been booked whilst playing for England either. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think Lineker was a, a sinister figure, cos um, he, well, he chose to advertise crisps. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we now know from the scientific breakthroughs that have been made in the last few years that crisps are actually bad for children. They make them fat. Um, mm. That can lead. There was no way we could have known Lineker that. Lineker was a helpless pawn. But Lineker chose to. He was at that time when those. crisps were regarded as being one of the five major food groups. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, well, as I mentioned earlier, I managed to get over any national disappointment by suddenly remembering I was Italian. And uh, throughout the show, I'll be getting in touch with my Italian roots. Listeners at home will hear what that sounds like, because it will go something like this. <laughs> Whenever you hear that sound, it'll indicate that we've gone all Italian. And you'll know that we've taken the roof off the studio, we're sitting outside in a piazza, enjoying a coffee and a cappuccino, just letting the day... A coffee drip. and a cappuccino? You yes. are enormously <laughs> Italian, aren't you? Oh, yes. For that, you need this. This is great. I've got this machine here. It's, got, it's a pad thing. Everyone who's Italian gets given one of these at birth. Yeah. <laughs> All sorts of buttons on it. I feel like a sort of comical Stephen Hawking. I can just... <laughs> I can press. Listen to that. These all uh, appear to be variations on the theme from El Dorado. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be having little uh, Italian moments where, where we want to carry on the discussion, but in a slightly Italian way, sort of setting up, let the day drift by, where we sit and watch small-town corruption. Um, <laughs> uh, I've got some Italian delicacies with me here as well, which we're going to circulate as well, just for a little part of the show that um, whenever the Italian music comes on, we've got... Um, basically, it's just... Bits of raw meat, but it's, <laughs> it's prosciutto salamis. And, it's, uh, it's in this really hot night, on this really yeah. hot studio, what I really wanted was a plate of sweating raw meat. <laughs> <laughs> people see that? There's a piece of transparent sausage meat here. Yeah. I'm gonna wear. yeah, it comes with a transparent pig. It's a slice of David Williams. Mm. <laughs> now then, Scotland. I used to be Scottish before I became very Italian. <laughs> How I miss that country, a land of misty rivers flowing in broth, and whose national dress is scotch tape. <laughs> a country that invented television in batter, and who's, who's now the subject of a quaint racist attack by David Cameron, who suggested this week that Scottish MPs shouldn't vote on legislation that affects just England. So, la mia charm offensive amici, where do you stand? <laughs> on how this lovely, forgotten little land should be treated. Well, I agree with him. What do you think of that? <laughs> I, I think that the English should only vote on Scottish matters and that the Scottish should only vote on English matters. Yeah. And it would be like mutually assured destruction. <laughs> and then, you know, if the English tried to pass a law saying that all Scottish people should have a picture of Admiral Nelson tattooed on their face, yes. then the Scots could say, yeah, and then you're going to have to only eat Scottish food. <laughs> And there would be, like, a balance, like Solomon yeah. and the baby. Yes. It'd be a bit like the day they had for Comp Relief once, where people swapped jobs. Mm. Yes. Which, um, did that happen, but... or did I dream it? <laughs> I think much... I dreamt it. What an idea, though. <laughs> what, what I don't understand is what, what it means by uh, that Scots should not be allowed to vote on matters that concern only the English. Mm. So what are matters that concern only the English? I'm asking you, as England. a Scot... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> It's a very good just point. Curious. It's a very good point. Uh, what would make it better is just a little drizzle of olive oil. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like a Scotch egg, right? What's yes. That? Yes. What, what is a Scotch? What egg? is a Scotch? You're Scottish. Egg. What is a Scotch egg? It's an egg encased in a sort of Chernobyl-esque um, mm. <laughs> concrete arrangement of uh, flour and some orange stuff. That yeah. Mm. So it's, what's the deal? I'm not sure. Is is the answer? I, I really right. do not know. It's an egg in sausage meat. Oh, right. is that what it is? Basically, My with God, that's it. disgusting. I know. <laughs> they thought, an egg on its own, that's not nice enough. <laughs> Cover it in sausage meat and batter. <laughs> then it would be a delicacy. But what I want to know is, what, what is... Does batter and sausage meat define something as being Scottish? 
if that is the case, then what is the Scottish Parliament? <laughs> is that like an ordinary Parliament, like ours, the best one? But it's been <laughs> but encased in sausage meat and batter. This, this is the is, difference yeah. between the word Scottish and the word Scotch, and the Scottish people get quite upset if you call them Scotch, and that's why it's because you're saying that they're encased in batter and sausage meat. <laughs> yeah. Also, that's what gives the whiskey its unique taste. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> a bit peaty. There's, I'm getting peaty. a little bit of flint and bit a huge s- mouthful of rancid sausage meat. Yeah. <laughs> so Sean Connery is a sort of Roger Moore in batter. <laughs> Uh, only in hindsight, obviously. Only in hindsight, yeah, yeah, yeah. A retrospective battered Roger Moore, <laughs> if you will. And yet, ironically, he was the best James Bond, exactly. despite that handicap. Well, that is... <laughs> I think, you know, like in Wales, you have road signs in two languages. Mm. I think they should have that in Scotland, because if you grow up in Scotland, there's two things you're taught. One is we'll never get through to the World Cup, and the other is how to do Sean Connery. <laughs> which is, you know, so you have great games playing, you know, what's Sean Connery's favourite actress, Shishi Spacek. And, you know, what's, what's his favourite poet, Siegfried Shashun? And I think you should have... <laughs> Those days must have flown by. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should have road signs in Scotland that give the speed limits in, in English, 60, and Sean, 60. You know, 60. <laughs> the trouble is we, we've sort of paused halfway through a devolutionary process, haven't we? We're like a stegosaurus now, with, uh, you know, which had a, a proper brain in its head and then another smaller brain in its arse just for <laughs> waggling its tail with, and that's roughly what we have. <laughs> Administratively speaking, on, though, hang, isn't hang, it, in this country? Hang, hang on, we t- have to t- decide. Time out, time out here. <laughs> are you... I'm just doing that to calm everyone down. Um, are you equating <laughs> the Scottish Parliament, which... I leave it to the audience to decide which brain is which. <laughs> well, um, we then come on to the vexed constitutional question of what this country should be called.